Hey, welcome to Sh- We're Reading Dirty Books. This is Selah. And this is Kalina. And we are a podcast who reads and reviews paranormal romance novels. So thank you for joining us again. Yes. Yeah. Welcome back. Yeah, welcome back. Or to this, if you're a first time listener, hi. Hi. Yeah, welcome hi. to us. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Uh, we just wanted to do like a quick thanks to all of our listeners that have been coming back to us and listening, dealing with all of our antics and joining us and all the fun that we've been having. So if you can, please go to everywhere that you can, not everywhere, but the places that you can rate, review, subscribe, and, um, you know, give us a little love back on that. It would be great. And we would love, love, love to hear from you guys if you want to reach out to us on any of our social media stuff. And we can give you all that information at the end. Yeah. Just a little pitch in the beginning. Just just a little front pitch of, <laughs> hey, <laughs> podcasts live and die by rating and reviewing. Yes. Please rate and review us if you like us. Yes. If you don't like us, stop listening. <laughs> Why do you hate listen? Who hates listen? That's rude. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or just keep listening. That's fine. I didn't mean to sh- shun you and make you go away. No, you could totally. Anything fun and snazzy sh- to share? Nope. Nothing. I don't have anything either. It's just kind of the world is the world. The world is the world. I mean, I think we can all breathe a little bit better. Today's the... Oh, well, yeah, we're coming off of the um, inauguration mm-hmm. week. So, yes, it's very... It does feel better. I yeah. cried a lot yesterday. Yeah, a lot of people were <laughs> posting about fucking crying a lot. And I, I mean, I watched it and I was very moved by a lot of it. Honestly, the only one that was about to make me cry was Garth Brooks. But that's because Amazing Grace always makes me fucking cry. That's just it. <laughs> I Yeah, no, I just I just started bawling during just, like everything. Like, the swearing in. And yeah, uh, I was just yeah. like, oh, yeah. it's happening. It's happening. It has happened. The nightmare is over. I mean, I think it's like four years of anxiety and stress that just, I mean, it's not gone, but it's just a little lighter. <laughs> yeah, just, I mean, it's definitely not gone. There's a lot of cleanup that, that still needs to be done. And it's just like... But I just have faith that maybe there's a chance now. Yeah, that I at think... least we won't intentionally get worse. I yeah, well, we're hoping. Well, there's, you know, you you always have to do some cleanup after, is it your predecessor? Because you are the successor now. Yes. So, yes. yeah, so it's always Especially just like if that. your predecessor is almost an authoritarian dictatorship. <laughs> right. That takes some cleanup. Right. Anyway. And okay. we know that this news is, what, three months old or whatever, but we just wanted to let half. you know <laughs> where we are in our mindset today. But this we're us. We're good. We're doing great. Yeah. So um, we've got a, a good book for you guys today. Um, it's The Human and Her Vampires by Julie Morgan, narrated by Leanne Woodward. But first, do you got a quickie for I me? I have a quickie. Yay! Oh, my God. I forgot. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. right. Would you rather? No. That's a terrible quickie. <laughs> Never have I ever. Never have I ever. <laughs> Is it terrible because you think it's offensive or it's stupid? It's stupid. Oh, okay. I'm all, like you I can't was going to say, do you prefer, <laughs> would you prefer to be broken up with via text, a phone call, or in person? Oh, okay. We can do this one. Unless you've got okay. a different one. No, I don't. That was okay. the one I had. So and let's then as do soon this as I one. thought about it, I was like, that's dumb. I don't like that one. But no, it's fine. Let's talk about it. Yeah. So as a, I guess as a, like a late Xer and an early millennial. <laughs> We're Zennials. We're yes. Zennials. Yes. I don't think I would appreciate getting broken up by text. What did you say? Text? Text, phone, or per- in person. Text, phone, or in person. I don't think that I would appreciate getting dumped by text. Mainly because you can't, you, know, you there's no context in text. Unless you're sending a mm-hmm. video chat or something. You don't really know if there's sarcasm or they're joking or they misspelled no. something. I mean, if Emily's going to try to break up with us, we're never going to fucking know. We will, because we will she- never know. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I don't understand her texts ever. They're nonsensical. They're the best Nonsense. fucking sex, but they what? they just don't make any sense at all. <laughs> what? So I would appreciate either a phone call. Actually, I would rather have a phone call than in person because then it gets awkward when you're in person. And then yeah. what do you do? Now, now where do you go? Okay. That's me. Yeah. I used to absolutely agree. <laughs> but... 
I guess it probably depends on the relationship and how long the relationship is. Okay. There's something that speaks to my inner, like, non-confrontationalist about the text. Sure. Because then it's just like, well, all right, move on. That makes sense. <laughs> That's it. Moving on. But if it's a, any sizable length of a relationship, that sucks, I think. And I do think you should do a phone call at the minimum. <laughs> You're owed that at least. I mean, yeah. Yeah. But I just, yeah. And I think, but probably the most healthy one is person. <laughs> yeah. Because it kind of is like, who you know, that kind of needs to happen. Yeah. And when it doesn't, there's a lot of like, mm. I could see that. My problem with in person is the awkwardness afterwards, especially if it's a bad. Of course. Or actually, even if it's a good one, like especially actually, especially if it's a good one, because then it's like, uh, okay, now now what do we do? Like, where do we go from here? What? How is it? A phone call. You could just from each other. Yeah, but it's like I don't know. To me, it's just it's so weird. And with text, I already have a harder time analyzing words uh, that are written. So there you go. If you want to break up with me, don't do it by text. Okay. Yeah, I will. (laughs) (laughs) No, I won't. Anyway. Yes. So we started that way. That was because in the book, we meet Tawny. Um, She is the human of the human and her vampires. (laughs) And she starts off by breaking up with her boyfriend by text and then turning her phone off. Yep. So she's not only like, I'm breaking up with you, but then it's no response. Yep. I won't take your calls. I won't take your texts. I won't respond to your Instagram posts. (laughs) My phone is off. So that's how she starts out because she just isn't, you know, it's not right for her. She doesn't know what is right and what she's looking for, but it's not whoever that dude was. And I don't know if we even got his name. I'm sure we did. I don't remember it. I want to say Tom or Bill. whatever. (laughs) So then her friend, who she hasn't seen in like forever or talked to in forever, Olivia calls her and is like, hey, bitch, why don't you come and meet me? I got a crazy ass story for you. (laughs) And she's like, sure. So she goes along and meets Olivia, who is the lady from the first book, Concubine and Her Vampires. And she tells her friend Tawny all about her new love life with the five vampires who she is bonded to as their concubine. And she's like, and Tawny, I think this is the life for you. (laughs) Why don't you come with me? I got someone to introduce you to. Oh, Oh, I'm sorry. For for someone someone. I'd like you to meet. So (laughs) Tawny shows up at her house. And gets made over and turned out like a princess at a ball Mm -hmm. and goes downstairs and meets these four new, like, wonderful, hot vampire men who she's immediately attracted to. And they are like, hey, bitch, come over to our house and live with us for a while. stay with us for a bit. (laughs) Meanwhile, let's keep in mind, Tawny did not know vampires existed earlier today. Just within (laughs) two hours before getting dolled up. But now she does. Yep. And she's cool with it. She's on board. (laughs) And she's kind of on board for this whole idea of maybe having four hunky vampires who uh, are into her. Mm -hmm. So she does. I mean, I think it's like a day or two later, but she does go to their house and she starts to get to know each one of them. Their names are Cristofano, Evan, Will, and Chayton. Mm-hmm. And they all have different occupations and stories and life histories. Obviously, they're different people. And so she, she goes through the house and it's this giant mansion with an elevator and all kinds of things. And she meets them and she talks to them and they talk to her and they start seducing her. They dance. Some of them dance. Some of them kiss. You know, they go through the motions. But one of them, Will isn't on board and he calls us some pretty awful things yeah, like he, human trash and stuff and he's like the dick at first <laughs> like a total dick and she's just like you don't get to talk to me that way and uh then he tells her her his terrible life story oh my god horror, it was horror and abuse and awfulness and then he's like cool bitch i love you now yeah and i'm like wow that was a fast turnaround it's like you know when you say <laughs> who hurt you jokingly she asked that in a way and he was like he's everyone who's ever been in my life <laughs> let me tell you let me tell you who hurt me and it was legit fucking yeah no it was a terrible yeah awful awful so like definitely trigger warning on that story yes 
<laughs> that needed a yeah definitely some kind of header anyway <laughs> <laughs> so naturally you know she kind of warms up to all the guys she's into it they're hot her uh her pussy's really on board mm-hmm. and uh they have some really steamy foursome well five some action five some <laughs> five sums. And then the next morning, she gets a little bit scared because part of the other part of the story is the vampires can only drink from blood blood demons. demons. And blood demons are the offspring of incubus and humans. And there's just not that many of them anymore. Incubus are dying. Mostly because incubus don't make other incubus, it sounds like. It sounds like they make (laughs) blood demons. I'm like, well, that's a problem. We need to fix that. But anyway... So that's actually why there's a lot of covens or like groups of vampires who live together and take on concubines as a group because there's just not enough for everyone to have their own blood food source, their own food source slash also lover Mm -hmm. (laughs) so chayton who's the doctor has been working on a serum that would turn humans blood into blood demon blood and it would make them compatible as an actual food source because right now vampires can eat humans but they don't actually get any benefit from it so i don't understand the point she was terrible like yeah it doesn't it does not give them nourishment so she would have to take the serum and then she would have blood that they could live on and she's like oh I don't know about that. I don't want to become a demon. And then she has like a, a lot of thoughts about what if she wants to become a mother and they can't give her kids. Yep. And so she runs away <laughs> <laughs> and she goes home and she's like, this is too much. I can't do it. And they are like, okay. At the beginning, it was always like, this is your choice. If you don't want to do it, no one's going to make you, but you will have to have your memory erased if you choose to not become part of the world because, you know, we can't just let you know about vampires. Right. (laughs) That's not how this works, guys. (laughs) So she runs away and apparently gets to live for like two weeks with the memories. (laughs) 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 She does. And then one of the vampire reps, uh, Sadie, shows up and she's like it's time i gotta take your brains uh your memories i guess not your whole brains but whatever (laughs) and she's like man i messed up i really like my guys and now i'm sad and they're probably picking somebody else at the mating ceremony right now and she's like sadie's like nope turns out that's tonight and we still have like an hour and we can beat them there. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so all of a sudden she, they run back to the house, they get the serum, she takes it. So she's now compatible with them and they run to the ceremony and she stands there and they see her and they're like, are you sure this is what you want? And she's like, it's all I've ever wanted. <laughs> I just got scared. And then they go home and bone down real, real bone hard. down big time. <laughs> hardcore uh, they they bite the crap out of her yeah because now she smells different and she is a semi blood demon she is so that's the story of tawny and her vampires so that serum does she does she have to keep taking it like does it like that is not explained okay i would assume because here's that that okay minor nitpicky just a small one gotta i gotta go there They kept saying that the serum was going to turn her blood synthetic. And I was like, "Mm, no. (laughs) No. (laughs) No. (laughs) Because synthetic is like created in a lab. (laughs) And I was like, no, it's going to alter Alter. blood. Yeah. I'm thinking of it more along the lines of a serum that takes like A blood and turns it into O blood, right? Yeah, yeah. It's still blood. It's still, because she still needs to live. Yes. So I'm going to go with it's still blood and it's still being made, because blood is produced by your body all the time. Your bone marrow is constantly making red blood cells, white blood cells. You know, your body is making blood. So it's not synthetic. It's just a different type. One that that they can eat. (laughs) But I just had a, I just had a small issue. I was just, every time they were like, it'll become synthetic. And I'm like, no. 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 Yeah, I was confused no. about, like, exactly how that would work. Like, she did the serum. I mean. And, well, yes, I know it's not really, but <laughs> I, I, like, is there a part three? Does part three get to have? Yes, you, there is see, a part three. Is part three, is she a vampire? Is she, you know, is it the vampire and the vampires? Like, what is No, it? it's the succubus and her vampires. Oh, hey, succubi and incubi should make incubi. So why don't they just they fucking bone and make a whole bunch of incubi? I don't know. Maybe we'll learn that in the next book. Well, there you go. But no, I, 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 I'm going to go with she does have to probably drink the serum 
regularly. Okay. Because, like, again, one, your body's constantly replenishing blood. And especially if she's getting her blood drunk, she's going to need more blood. And if she just took the serum once, there's just no way it's going to constantly be no. that new blood. Yeah. Because they also said that if she, if the serum wore out of her blood, she'd go back to being full just, human and she'd age again. Yes. Right? Yeah. Because the serum also conveniently is going to make her stop aging so she could live that. forever with her vampires because who doesn't want that? Smart doctor cheating. You. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. You, Kalina. <laughs> I don't want that. But if she doesn't, or if she stops taking it, it will. She'll start to age again. She'll go back to her uh, human ways. So, but yeah, I. So that you know, let's just assume she always has to take it. All right. That's okay. Fine. Well, that works. Like maybe weekly or something. I don't know. Yeah. This was a five-hour book. Like legit, that was the whole story in a nutshell. I just covered the it whole book. Covered the whole thing. I mean, you get. I mean, I guess I didn't go into all of their backstories, but you know, we don't need to we go into there. Not really. I mean, we could say what Cristofano seems like he is like the leader, right? And he is an investor. A business or a something of an yeah, investor of some sort. Yeah, he's just like Jared from the first book. Yeah, and then... They're just rich assholes. Chayton's a doctor who is the one who created the serum. Evan's an accountant and Will is a lawyer, right? Yeah, slash musician. He's a musician, apparently a very, very good musician. But then he's also just a lawyer. Also just a lawyer and also just a real dick kind of in an the asshole? beginning. Yeah, he's just like, although I have to say, I always love that antagonistic relationship in the beginning when they're just like, I hate you. And then, but he stepped over it didn't make lines. Sense. His it was didn't really. I would have been on board if he was more mad about the concept mm -hmm. and not about her personally. Like her as, yes. Yeah. And mm -hmm. he was just like, I don't have any problems with you. I think this whole thing is like, yeah, is is bad or it's bad for humans or it's degrading to vampires or whatever way you wanted to go with it. Pick a thing that makes you upset and that be it. Because there, there's definitely an argument to be made like we shouldn't be turning humans into our food source. Right. 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 Like that's not fair to humans. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, we have all the power in this relationship. And, 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 did, like, and I kind of thought he was going to go that way because at first he kept saying, you guys just want to turn into a pet. Yep. So I kind of thought that was his gonna be his argument but then he just like called her human trash and yelled at her and then he told her his story and loved her and i was like he made it Whoa. very personal and i don't know if that was just like a ploy to to get rid of her so that she wouldn't stay but she was so determined so determined to to make oh, her one of I her guys i wouldn't talk to anybody who talked to me like that no i wouldn't i if i was in her situation and i was all down for like the multiplex of men that are gonna be like you know treating me well and boning me every once in a while or all the time <laughs> like good luck all the time but like and then like one didn't want to do that and he made me feel very uncomfortable and degraded me and was like soup because he was aggressive like didn't he like bump her shoulder once i don't know i would be gone i'd be like no <laughs> i'm sorry did but at first it was like he brushed my shoulder as he left. And then when she said like, oh, I can't believe he was aggressive and bumped me. And I was like, did he brush you or bump you? Because I, I thought maybe my initial interpretation of that was that he is into her, but he's trying to put up a front because he doesn't like the way they're yes. going about this. Yes. Right. But that he but that he couldn't stop himself from brushing her and touching her. OK. But then she turned it into an aggressive act that when she referenced it again. And I was yes. like, oh was it aggressive i didn't get that so so that's why i was confused because i was trying to give him the space to be yeah something else to not be an asshole i was giving i was i was building that room for him <laughs> i was over here with my fucking hammer and i had the boards up here, and my level and i was like let me build you the room that you're gonna live in that will explain this <laughs> and then he didn't go there yeah he was like nah i'm just gonna be an asshole and i was like mm -hmm. i built a house <laughs> live in my house of explanation that I have concocted for you that will make it reasonable for you yes. to be a jerk and then turn around and be nice. It, and it was just like a and flip of a coin. He was it totally was wild. 
And it was like, like no one had ever asked his backstory before. Right. And I was like, who are you hanging out with? <laughs> who are these guys that are pretending to be your brothers? You don't know. <laughs> like, I mean, they knew the story, but he just needed to tell it to one more person and then he was cool. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> because he does I don't know. not seem cool. <laughs> I just, he's not an approachable dude. And if I just, because of the interactions with him, I wouldn't have had the balls to be like, okay, everybody but you. And of course, he's the one who is down the room or down the hall from you it's you know not the not the guys or the other guys but yeah yeah <laughs> he's the only one on the floor and i was like hello well, who concocted this why <laughs> why why is that gonna anyway. happen so but anyway he loosens was... up and they all do fall in love and all that stuff well naturally because yeah, you know that's the book it's a romance book <laughs> yeah that's what happens that's how this rolls. Mm-hmm. So, and then the sex scenes were great. They really were. So we sort of took a different turn on this. I think we both started off with the audio, but then you switched over to the ebook. I did. So when we did the first book in this series, when we did Concubine and Her Vampires, it was just in ebook. So we read that one. Mm-hmm. Then I was like, oh, look, they put them out on audio. So we got the audio for this one because it's just, it's easier for us to listen. So I got about halfway into the audio and I went, no, I don't want to do this anymore and I went (laughs) and I got the ebook and I was like I will read this book Mm -hmm. so there's a couple of things going on I think that Leanne Woodward was a fine narrator but I don't know that this is her genre Mm -hmm. I think maybe she should do something (laughs) non-sexual she didn't sound sexy to me it was a little awkward I struggled with the accents for the guys. Yeah, the accents. Well, Chris Stefano. Chris Stefano. I think he was the only one. In particular. um, Well, even, I guess, Olivia's accent was a little... Oh, yeah. That's right. We didn't listen to Olivia the first time. So I didn't know that she sounded like that. Yeah, you're right. And then the sex scene. That's when I stopped. Well, the, the... I guess the first one was just the pleasuring her scene mm-hmm. on the on the balcony outside. And I was like, oh, no, I, I don't want somebody to read a gangbang scene to me out loud. <laughs> <laughs> it was legit I, a porn script. I, I want to read that myself quietly in my own head. <laughs> I, I don't want someone else. I, I don't. That was that was too much. I was like, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> don't tell me anymore. <laughs> about what's going on i i'll do that myself (laughs) so that's when i switched and i did i i really enjoyed finishing the book in the e e format because i we loved the first book of this series yeah yeah it was so well it was our first reverse harem yep well we had the like twosome the the menage the threesome the threesome that's the twosome (laughs) the threesome (laughs) but uh but this is our first like reverse harem yes yeah legit with concubine and so it was very un unusual for us and very very new and we did really enjoy it mm-hmm. and that was an, a read book so I was like mm, maybe I'm not into this as much because of the narration maybe this is just one of those books I need to read some books I have to read some books I can only listen to it just depends yeah so yeah I enjoyed it I did go back and yeah I was like oh yeah this is fun it's much better Again, yeah as soon as I got that distance away from a narrator which and, and I think I, I agree with you to an extent about Leanne and particularly the sex scenes but it was also how it was written. Uh, Tawny was pretty vulgar. I mean, she got into the scenes, which is great. They were hot. They were sexy scenes. Don't get me wrong. I did enjoy them. I don't know how it would have felt if I read them. I, I assume that it would be similar to what we read when it was Olivia's book, and mm-hmm. which we really enjoyed. But I got through them and I thought they were fine. But I did think that they were super... Like, they were more vulgar than Olivia. And and I'm sorry that we're... I, I shouldn't be comparing the two. I don't know. Tawny? Tawny's got different personalities, I think. I think she's a little bit confused about who she really is, or at least I'm confused about who she really is. No, she is. She's a bit confused because at one she, point she's like something and then at another point she's like something else. And it's like... She's always wanted like that exciting, intense love that she reads in her romance novel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then she gets it and it scares her. So I think that causes her to behave the way she does because she can't quite settle into this new world i think a lot of it stems from 
the suddenness with which this has all happened for her. No one gave her time. Yeah. <laughs> they they constantly love to say, and I think this is crucial because it is a reverse harem, the guys are constantly saying, no one will ever make you do anything you don't want to do. You'll never be forced into something, yeah. right? So they say it a thousand times, but then they also are just like, Outside her door. Always there and like <laughs> half naked. And yeah. you're like, well, there's, you know, <laughs> sometimes things aren't overt, but are still kind of coercive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I can see how she's a little, you know, she's just a little, uh, you know, unbalanced for the whole thing. Yeah. It could she be- has a lot of a lot of shit going on. Yeah. And I think that that really comes off the page, too. And it's just harder to grasp her as a character because when your own character doesn't really know who they are it's hard for i think the reader to see it is (laughs) to see it well and i think it's hard in some of these books right because the they're trying to get across two things i think that's why some of the books don't work quite as well as others but they're going for forever love Mm -hmm. in the span of like a day and they're like and we have to get to the sex immediately otherwise you know because that's what our readers want yeah right yeah and that's true but sometimes it's hard it's like i don't have a reason for why they are in love or why they even like each other or how they're going to actually spend time talking to each other yeah like you know i love these books i i love them but i if you're really going to be realistic about you know things like there's a lot more to a relationship than sex it's actually 90 percent not sex <laughs> you know <laughs> like there's the rest of the day when you just have to like hang out with each other and like cook dinner and you know clean the kids and you know play with the dog well and stuff like that like olivia had a purpose her purpose was that she was a blood demon and she that was her job that was how she was gonna like her next step in life and she kind of was not given choices right, right exactly that was just what she was it was her that. mom never told her like explained to her the full extent of what it was like what her responsibility like and it sucked because she didn't have a choice in that matter. And, and luckily it worked out for her. But that was the reason for her meeting her vampires. But Tawny was yeah. just some human plucked from the population that fucking Olivia happened to know. You know? Yeah, just because Olivia and her were friends. That's what happened. Yeah. And I think it's great that Tawny was open minded to Olivia's new situation, a new world, and like wanted to explore it. But I just think it would have fallen better if there had been a time in like a, a courtship time that actually occurred. Yeah. Like you said a little earlier, off record, um, oh, off record. if there was a like a different type of meat cute to give it a little oh, bit more meaning yeah. type of. Like- I really would have. I would have just bought it a little bit more if she showed up to hang out with Olivia. And like Olivia's just like, hey, come spend time with me at my new house. I have this really awesome house. Come stay for a week. Mm -hmm. And so then like she goes, she meets the the guys and finds out that they're vampires. And then like maybe halfway through the week, they're like, hey, we are going to have a barbecue. And we invited some new guys, new friends over. Yes. And like the other guys show up, you know, her vampires show up and she's just casual at a barbecue and they're like hey me- meeting some people yes like to me i'm like okay i could end up attracted to somebody at a barbecue and want to start dating them <laughs> but instead it was literally like um i haven't talked to you in a month you know or like i guess probably like six months or a yeah, year or something a long time but come over here tonight i'm gonna dress you up and then i'm gonna parade you in front of all the vampires i know and see if any of them want to fuck you yeah for life for life forever and then you just do this test serum that hasn't been proven on anybody quite yet. And um, not, I mean, they made it very apparent that they weren't using her as a test subject. <laughs> but She's 100 fucking percent really? test subject. But really, were they not? I mean, oh, no, I was totally like. Uh... I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm um, sorry. Um, yeah, you're a guinea pig. So there's that part. And uh, yeah, it no, it just happened to be. I don't know. The, it wasn't as fluid. As that's the thing it i just think because it needed to be a different introduction too, of characters yeah it was too much the same story with different 
personalities and different histories that didn't work. Like it worked for Olivia. Yeah. And it didn't work in this book. Mm -hmm. But that didn't make it bad. It just made it a little bit harder to like, it was just you didn't feel in it as much. Yeah. I was just like, eh. and maybe that's what you got to do to get through these type of novellas, you know, these type of shorts, the shorter stories is to to get through all of the like preliminary stuff sort of out of the way so you can get deep down into the sex, which was written like super sex, you know, like. I I agree, but I think that you could do it the other way. Mm-hmm. I think especially if you're going to have a character that's just open and like, yeah, I'm ready to try anything. Why couldn't they have just gone home and had sex? Yeah. And then spent time finding out that it was deeper than that, that it was more than sex and more than because it doesn't have to be love first and then sex. Right. We don't live in that world. So it doesn't have to be that way in <laughs> our books. It can just be like, well, I just met four hot vampires. Vampires and I went home and boned them, but now I'm spending the weekend with them, and it turns out I actually kind of like them all. Yeah, I'd, I'd like fine. Tell me that story. Would you do that? No, no I wouldn't I, have sex with no, four men. No, no, I know. Four I vampires. don't mean like four at the same time, but like <laughs> if it was like a like a totally casual thing where there was no underlying life partner deal at the end, or turning into <laughs> a vampire by a serum type of thing. But if it was just like you and just you know a group of guys that are like hey and not all at once but just like you know like that's the reason that you guys are hanging out it's just you're just gonna get down with one at a time um for some cash casual sexing (laughs) you know i mean currently no (laughs) past me maybe yeah current me no i'd be like no (laughs) (laughs) no i gotta read my book leave me alone i got stuff to do um (laughs) i have an audit this month i have i mean this is fun to read this shit is really fun to read i i struggle with the intimacy of multiple people simultaneously okay you mean like physically personally yeah the physicality the physical part and i couldn't see myself ever participating okay i could see that i know we've now we're only in two and it is only two books by the same author so there's could be wide variety that we haven't experienced yet oh yeah we might need to read some other reverse harem before we judge although i guess technically that um that jail one we read the, the inmate one was a reverse harem it was it was a surprise reverse harem it did surprise us it, they we did came not out of nowhere <laughs> we were like whoa whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> yep but in this book in particular, and a little bit in the first one with Olivia, the sex scenes are hot and sexy, but there's a little bit of um, where the women kind of lose their agency, where the men are just like, bring her this way, tilt her that way, bend her this way, give me her arm. Yeah. I, you know, like, yeah. I want her mouth over here. Mm-hmm. Like, bring her to me this way. Like, they're they're narrating and they're, they're not narrating, but they're... They're dictating they're the... Dictating and they're, they're directing the entire scene. Yeah. And it is all for her pleasure. I do get that. I understand. And but, she's consenting, but... And she is consenting. She's on board for all of this. But it feels a little bit like she's just a a doll at that point with orifices that they are enjoying and not an actual person with needs and desires and feelings and stuff. So it's a little hard. I like, you know, I'm like sometimes... A little bit more romance, maybe. Attended. Definitely. There's no goddamn foreplay at fucking all. Well, there's none. Yeah, no, they didn't put... Well, there was for the ass, but that was about it. But that was after they'd already, like, gone down on her... But that was. But there's no. There was no makeout. There was almost no makeout. There's almost no attention to her breasts. There's just no playing. Like it is instantaneously intercourse. <laughs> it's some something is being put in some orifice somewhere. And multiple ones in multiple orifices. No, I wasn't kidding when I wrote down, I was, as I was writing down my notes for for this episode, that this is a porn script. Not that I have a problem with it. This is what you see when you watch porn. Not all of them. But as a romance book, 
you would be expecting the romance part of it, like the romantic parts of it. Like you said, the foreplay, because that's what... Massage. Yeah. I love a good makeout scene. Like, give me a good makeout scene. How many times have we, some of our favorite scenes, been dry humping on the couch? <laughs> dry humping. That's all it is. Or like his... Like they don't even get anywhere. <laughs> no, their clothes are still on and he's just rubbing his thigh against her pussy. Like, that's fucking hot. Like, I'll just, I'll take, take that, you know? That will ratchet me up so fast. Yes. I actually, the dance scene I thought was one of the most erotic scenes. In this one? Yeah. And there's nothing happening. It's just the two of the characters dancing. They're just dancing. dancing. Mm -hmm. And it's like, those are, and like that builds the sexual tension. Yeah. And brings it, you know, to a head. Yeah. I think overall, the purpose. It's still fun. The end point of it it all, it is still fun. And I still liked the sex. It was, even though it was a lot more wordy. She was a lot more wordy. And so were they. I mean, like you said, when they're like telling her, I want her mouth here, put her arms up or whatever, whatever. They're dictating the scene. I really think that the guys did that in the first book, too, though. I don't remember, honestly. I'm pretty sure. I don't think she was as talk or I don't think Olivia said as much. I was saying she did say it. It was just the, it was, I mean, Tani's a different person, obviously, but it was some of her phrasing. And I can't believe I'm saying this because honestly, (laughs) you have heard us talk. (laughs) You're listening to our podcast where we say things that are absolutely vulgar. Uh, So it's not like I want to be critical of it, but I was just like, okay. But do you say it it during sex? You know what I mean? No, and not in that way. It sounded, it didn't sound. (laughs) Didn't sound sexy? No. (laughs) I'm trying to think of the one in particular that was really like, I was like. Like I get the points where she's just like, yeah, fuck me. Or I need you inside me. Or, you know, like those things. Those sentences are universal. Yeah. They're in almost. But there are some more vulgar ones or like the descriptions of like the blowjob scenes. Sometimes we're a little aggressive. I can't with those. But I don't know. I think I had a different experience because they were read to me, I think. Yeah. And I, uh, I, uh, didn't, I, yeah, no. But I'm not a vocal sex person. So we're not, no. I don't want to hear all the talking, especially when you're telling someone else where to put my leg. (laughs) It's like, shut up. Let's just do this. I think they were talking to each other in a way that I didn't like either. <laughs> like the, the guys? guys? Yeah. I don't know about that one. Yeah. Obviously, I don't remember it. I don't have a problem with it, but I don't remember it, so I don't know. Anyway, it's still it's still sexy. <laughs> no, it is, for sure. It just has its, like, it'll be, like, really, really, really sexy, and then there'll be, like, a sentence where I'm like, oh. <laughs> Well, I think Tawny was a, a hard character to follow, too. You know? So, I don't know. Yeah. It was... So then I'd be, like, I'd be like, yes, yes. And then I'd be like, oh. <laughs> no. And then I'd move on and be like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. There we go. No, I'm completely. I'm all right. Yeah. But, I mean, for its purpose, it was good sex. But there was a lot happening with it, so. <laughs> well, there's four men involved. There's four. a lot happening. Four men. Yeah. But speaking of something that you mentioned earlier about having a problem with the whole, like, physicality of multiple people in a sex act at once with you. (laughs) (laughs) How do you feel about the whole thing? Like, I know from the first one with Olivia, our fun fuck fact was about polyamory. So we just thought that that was um, some interesting information that we wanted to share at the end there, which was, you know, really good and made a lot of sense and... But do you think that it's possible to love more than one person at a time? Like, I already know how you feel about the whole concept of love. So the thought of maybe just one person is, you know, hard for you, but or not hard for you. But like, Mm -hmm. how would you feel if it was like four of them? Do you think that that's a true feeling or do you believe in monogamy or do you believe in, you know, like? I think 
I think that you can have different levels of love and stuff. I think it would be hard for me or, or to understand to be uh, the same love for four different people. Mm-hmm. I do think that would be, I, I don't know, I'm skeptical about that because I feel that, you know, the true, I don't know, not the true, but I can see having strong love of different types for different people simultaneously. You know, I imagine, I think the argument is, right, that different people are bringing different things that you need. Mm -hmm. So, like, I think at one point she's kind of describing the four of them and, like, what she gets out of each relationship with them. Like, one of them makes her really comfortable. One of them's, like, coming home. One of them challenges her because she's on, she's her full and vulnerable self with him or whatever. And so I can see that argument that really you're, you know, different people bring out different things in you Mm -hmm. and needing different people to have, like, love different aspects of you. But I've never had a strong emotional and physical attraction to more than one person at a time okay you know i've you know cr- celebrity crushes or crushes or oh whatever yeah sure. is not the same those right? are yeah no those aren't realistic <laughs> it's not real it's not like oh my god i'm interacting and loving you right in a way that you know is similar to that of the person i'm in a relationship with or something so i can see i you know i can understand it kind of but i don't know that i can see the full possibility of it at least for me yeah you know that it's really a possibility i feel like i it would diminish something yeah i like mean you're, either you're always gonna like like or love one a little bit more than the other for whatever reason and then vice versa for a different reason I, exactly I, I i think so yeah i do think it is possible mm-hmm. i do think that it's very possible and actually i don't really know if that Especially if you're in a truly monogamous relationship. If you're in a polyamory that relationship, that makes sense. That you love everybody, right? But if you're a monogamous one, then to have feelings for more than one person, I think, would one, would get you in trouble. And two, it's just too hard. So you don't want to fall into that, you know, because it's not either agreed upon or it's just not what's normal or or anything like that. But I don't think yeah. that you can control how you feel about certain people and if you happen to meet a group of like three really awesome guys as a single woman and you hang out with them on the daily i think you can fall in love with all three of them individually i i can see that individually i think the harder thing for me in the in this particular book is the guys relationships right mm-hmm. oh with like each I other i find that harder to believe yeah like it's more that like they're like yeah go ahead it's your turn <laughs> or <laughs> that they're not jealous of each other or fighting other, for possession or they're just perfectly cool always being like new together and fucking the same lady <laughs> together <laughs> always and it's totally cool i mean i i'm not saying that that couldn't happen orgies totally happen but <laughs> i think even in a, in most of the monogamous or not mono- uh, polyamorous ones i understand it's still like usually like a you know one-on-one in this way and then one-on-one in that way or or sometimes a three like there'll be a couple with a third person who is there mm-hmm. you know their third and that kind of makes sense like but there's still a, a, a base couple like a couple that is the core of the relationship or you know if they're in open marriages or something then they're the relationships are like, but they're still two at a time. You know, it's yeah. never, at least the ones I, well, I don't know all that many. I can't say <laughs> for sure. Yeah. I'm not sure. But it just, like, this feels less likely. <laughs> Where there's just four guys well, who live together a, and totally want to bone the same woman yeah, forever. A diff- it's a bit of a different situation. And this is actually, that serum is going to change. It's going to change this whole uh, harem aspect of it could because they could books. go back to being single yes. people, you know, single, you know, single relationship me- people. Yeah, and then I don't have to share anybody with anyone. I don't know that they this could. serum was a good idea. Well, I guess depending on which point of view. <laughs> I guess that's true. If you want to continue with the harem thing, then don't make the serum. Well, but, or, or you're perfectly welcome to continue with it. Yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> If you and your four bros are in on it. Yeah, I guess it's, yeah. But Who cares? (laughs) 
Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, it does feel like she gets to like get everything she wants in life. <laughs> sure, I mean they're always right because all rich. They're super and, rich. Yeah, the literally richest people ever. Yeah, and they have her perfect job for her because she she's uh, studying history. She wants to be a curator at a museum. So naturally, there's a vampire museum. Uh, of course. <laughs> and she gets to be the curator. Well, she's assistant curator. She has to learn first because she hasn't finished school yet. So yeah, but I'm just like, well. Damn. It all falls into place. You know how <laughs> it goes. Where's all the people who could give me my <laughs> my like mansion and my perfect job? Well, you got to go find that. And all I have to do is let them bone me every once in a while. That basketball team that's been waiting. <laughs> do you know how terrifying that concept is? Do you know how big basketball players <laughs> oh, are? Oh, and there's nine of them on a team. Well, I mean, there's more. but Well, there's five on the floor. There's five on the floor. Wait, am I thinking about baseball? I think I'm thinking about. I don't know. I think I'm taking, talking about baseball. I don't know what I, I'm talking I, you about. You know what? Actually, hold up. I don't know what I. I don't know that's true. I just assumed it's true because <laughs> I was like, yeah, there's only five at a time. Sure. I think I'm right, but I I could be wrong. Don't don't listen to me. I have no idea either. I literally am making shit up. Also, I don't know anything. I'm gonna look it up. <laughs> five on a. I think you're right. I think it's. I think you're right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so it says the team can have 15, 13 of which are active for a game. That's in the NBA. Uh, Two teams of five. Okay. Five V five on the court. Yes. On the court. And how many are in a baseball diamond? Well, now I have to do more Googling. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's nine. If I remember from the Sandlot correctly, but, uh, Anyway, let's do our kiss and tell. You don't have to look at the basketball. Let's not do that. This is fun for everyone. Yeah. Uh, nine is baseball. You are correct. Yes. I knew it. Thank you, Benny Rodriguez. Okay. Um, <laughs> so for our kiss and tell for this episode is something that we always do whenever we read a reverse harem, and that is for us to choose our favorite guy. Now, in the past, except for I think the last one or two, we have literally chosen the same dude. So We always do. <laughs> So now we, we've resulted to calling out the name of our guy on three. Oh, okay. Do you have one? I do. All right. Are you ready? I am. One, two, three. Will. Evan. <laughs> <laughs> Will. <laughs> I knew that was going to surprise you. <laughs> Let me tell you why. At first, and you explained it perfectly in the beginning, where it was like, this dude is just mad at the game, not the player. But then he was like, I fucking hate this bitch. And was like, so mean to her. He was such an asshole to her. But then I was like, he's doing that so that she would leave. And because he really, really likes her. But then I was like, why is he such an asshole? <laughs> I can't handle how such he's such a fucking dick. And then he had the saddest story in the world about how he grew up, where he like it just it was the worst, the worst story. And I still he was still real standoffish after that, except that he now would like talk to her and be nice to her and fuck her. Before he was just like, I wouldn't touch you with a ten fucking foot pole. <laughs> But he's a musician, which I am totally into. So, okay. uh, which is not the like the main reason. I always knew that Will would come around. Obviously, this is you know, well, yeah. duh. It's a five-hour book with four guys on the front, so he has to be a part of this. I don't know. It was always going to be Will. He was always the one that wanted to not be the one. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he was always the one that was mm-hmm. always going to be the hard one to catch, or the one that was always too reluctant for any of this to happen and that is what i'm into okay well, although i wouldn't have tried as go. hard as she did i'd have just been like fuck you come around whenever you want <laughs> you know where and I you live. can apologize for it later <laughs> yeah and you said evan yeah okay is it because of the dancing scene yes yeah because <laughs> i felt like there was the only one that actually had a real connection i agree and like actually you know seemed <sighs> i couldn't stand chris chris i didn't like Stefano. i didn't i could not i hated him i fucking hated chris i feel bad for chris and i'll tell you why because his name was really close to stefano from that book <laughs> we hated 
and he had an Stefano. accent. Yes, we have like a, Stefano. We have PTSD from that, and I'm telling you, <laughs> that's what it is. It, it was from him. Okay, you're right. We do. <laughs> I also just never like. I don't like the boss. Mm-hmm. You know, the leader guy. Okay. I don't like the rich just investor guy. Like the otherwise have jobs. They're real they're real guys. <laughs> real jobs. Investors are so fake. <laughs> no, that's not a real job. <laughs> Especially not when you've been doing it for like four hundred years. Oh my god, that's funny. You're just a billionaire. I don't care for you. <laughs> but Evan at least is like from the twenties and mm-hmm. He had a wild past full of drugs and bootleg liquor and dancing. He was very sweet and probably the and only he one. Funny. Yeah, it seemed funny. It was the only one that I think would have been willing to do the foreplay because he went down on her first, I believe. Oh, every scene he did. Oh, actually, yeah, that was every scene. It was him. He was the one down. And I was like, you go, Evan. You eat that. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I did notice that too. I think also that is part of why I hate uh Cristofano. And and Chayton. Ch- I don't hate Chayton. I don't have anything about Chayton. Okay. Well Cristofano was the one that was dictating mostly. He was. In the during the scenes. And he was only ever in her ass. Yes, I believe you're right. And her mouth. And I was just well, yeah, well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was like, no. No. Yeah, he he was very <laughs> That's so funny. I knew you weren't going to like uh, Chris. Now I can't even say his name. Cristofano. Christoph. What? Cristofano. I don't know. Uh, yes. <laughs> Cristofano. Cristofano. I actually thought you were going to choose Chayton. Oh, it was probably between those two. Yeah. But Evan makes sense, especially after you explain the dancing. Well, and Chayton was one with the really aggressive mouth fucking scene in at the end where he like jammed his dick all the way down her throat and held it there he did till she gagged no twice seriously and i was like you've got to stop it's a porn script seriously i see this in porn all the time it is (laughs) ain't nothing wrong with it we're not kink shaming no yeah but he was yeah you're right he was the one he was a little too aggressive on that and i was like i don't like you anymore because i he was probably one of my top he was 100 percent one of my top <laughs> there was it was never gonna be chris and i'm not even saying his whole name anymore i'm gonna just call him chris. that's true he did say call me chris it yeah. was never gonna be him and then will but you know he was an asshole yeah uh <laughs> so then it was really just chris and Ev- or uh chayton and, and evan. evan were the only option and then chayton really did a number at the end there that i was like well no. and he has done they all have something like that they've done that's annoying or bad evan hasn't no that's true i haven't seen anything annoying from evan yeah evan's my guy guys there you go and he's also he's just in like finances right he's an accountant yeah he's an accountant i was like well i'm an accountant there you go (laughs) you guys can do numbers together number nerds together yeah yeah totally so but at the end the guy i really like the most is jesse oh my god the yes i loved jesse from the very beginning too he was like we can't choose him because i don't even remember which guy i chose before i think it was J- jared's brother is who i chose i think that's who i chose too, yeah. The chef. <laughs> yeah yeah for the yeah but then i was just like but jesse oh totally <laughs> totally gotta be jesse yeah no i'll take the i'll take the driver <laughs> we'll get that story yeah, i driver. know the driver I'll talk about working men right <laughs> i want him and he He's may just be job. he just <laughs> <laughs> well we don't even know if he is human i was just gonna or... say i bet you he's human but we don't know i don't I think he's probably a shifter or something. Ooh, yeah. Maybe after the fourth person that Tawny asks about shifter, she'll find out that Jesse's a shifter. Because she just wouldn't take the first three yeses. <laughs> she just you mean there's shifters? <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, yes, Tawny, yes. All right. What do you got for a, um, a fun fuck fact? I have a fun little article, which is good because it's a fun fuck fact. <laughs> It's called, Not a Fan of Being on Top? These 10 sex tips might change your mind. It's from thegreatest.com. And it is... uh, So there's just a lot in here. But like one, 
So it talks about dry humping and how that works when you're on top. Okay. Try kneeling instead of squatting. I don't know why you would squat when you can kneel, but okay. Try kneeling instead of squatting? How about try squatting instead of kneeling? Right? I was like, wait, is there a different... (laughs) Wait a minute. Who are the squatting people? What is happening here? Um, it's good for clitoral st- stimulation. Yes. See, that's, that's why we like it. That's the number one reason. <laughs> <laughs> Try a rocking motion, use pillows, rest chest to chest, or turn around and do reverse cowgirl, mm-hmm, reverse mm-hmm. rider, right? Yeah. Just a bunch of other things. So mm. it's just how to, how to, how to enjoy that position. And then it has like Does that suggestions. <laughs> There's no photos or even drawings. Stick figures. <laughs> stick figures. Uh, well, I, <laughs> Little like pictures. <laughs> I, I need stick figures fucking. That'd be fucking I do hilarious. like those. Like, yeah, those are fun. I saw, fun. I saw a stick figure fucking meme before and uh, they were just fucking oh. so fast that they lit on fire. <laughs> Oh, that's great. <laughs> well, and, and nothing tops the stick figure floppy dick yes. gif. No, he's the fucking best. He's my favorite. <laughs> floppy dick stick figure is the fucking best. <laughs> that gif makes me laugh every time. Every time. time. Every time she it. says something, I just want to put it up. <laughs> I just want to put it up. And be like, look at this floppy dick. <laughs> He's jumping and his dick is floppy. <laughs> He's a stick figure with a big floppy dick. It's the best. <laughs> oh, it's good. All right. I just thought of another reason why you probably chose Will. Okay. He goes commando. Oh, yes. You're right. He totally fucking does go commando. I was like, I knew. I knew there was some underlying reason I wouldn't. Yep. And he just like took off his jeans and there they were. Yep. 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 I hear that. You're that's, that's absolutely up your alley. right. Totally on my alley. <laughs> I forgot about that. Well, cool. Cool, cool. So, what are we reading next? Well, let's... oh, we have to rate and review. Shut up. <laughs> Why are you trying to move on when we haven't finished the episode? <laughs> I, was just... I was gonna say, uh, we need to read this first. <laughs> you were ready to fucking jump off the page. Um, <laughs> yeah, let's uh, let's do our reading. I've got mine. Do you have yours? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. How are we doing this? Are we just counting down? Let's say the book first and then the sex. Okay. On three. Okay. Ready? Yeah. One, two, three. Six, Six seven. seven. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Absolutely. Yes. Six, seven. Six, seven. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what I gave the first book, but uh, I really wish there was a little bit more genuine connection between the f- the five of them. And I wish I understood Tawny a little bit more as a character. But I um, agree. I mean, that's, yeah, that's it. You nailed it. It just, when did we read the first one? Episode 45. 45. Oh, w- one of us. Oh, really? Uh- <laughs> You gave it a nine. <laughs> you liked it oh, a lot. Oh, I liked, I liked it a lot. Jake, it was Jake. I knew that was his name. I did. I was totally into the whole, all that stuff. But the first book was good. I really, from what I remember, I liked it a lot. I gave it a seven, so I am consistent. You are consistent. <laughs> you are consistent. I, But I liked Olivia, and I liked, I think I liked all the guys. I can't remember if there was one that I didn't like. I'm also, sure there was one I didn't like. There was one. <laughs> there was also a semi-antagonist in this book and it was that victor dude remember who came up to her and was like you are gonna be mine and they were she was like back off motherfucker do you remember that so like there was a, i do some contention in the book so there was like well see i actually like that that wasn't in this one i oh, was very okay. worried because i thought that in that one it was so contrived I really just cared more about their interactions. And, like, remember, what I did like in the first book that wasn't in this one was she was not – she started having sex with them, but she wasn't willing to let them feed on her. Yeah. So they brought a donor to the house, and she, like, lost her – She got super jealous. Got super jealous and kicked her out of the house. And then she, like, let them feed on her, which was the whole point of her anyway. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, not the whole point of her, but you know. But I do remember thinking that because when he kidnapped her and they had to like save her and like it was that I did not like in the first book. And I was really <laughs> nervous in this book because again, I was like, well, she's going to throw some twist at the end here. Yeah. And I just really hope it's not another like kidnap scene or something. I was just like, I just don't want any of that because it doesn't make sense. I just want things to make sense. Yeah. And so this ending I actually really liked because even though it was hard because Tani, like, we couldn't get a handle on Tani because Tani didn't really have a handle on herself. Mm -hmm. But her, like, running away made sense. Like, I totally get why she, like, that she was freaking out. She wasn't doing the right thing. She wasn't making the right choices, which would have been to stop and ask the questions because she didn't have the answers. Mm -hmm. She just had assumptions. She made a lot of assumptions about this would require her to give up the chance of motherhood and, like, turns out, no, if that's something you really want, they'll let you get a sperm donor from a sperm bank and have a baby like who they aren't going to say no to that but i mean stuff like that where she just just assumed that all of this was coming that she was going to be turned into a non-human and like all this stuff and so she ran that made sense for her and her weird character (laughs) and then to change her mind like to be sitting in her apartment crying for two weeks and then to be like oh i wish i didn't run away yeah like that's also writing character with tawny of being like it fits her yeah. yeah, so I kind I really liked this ending because there wasn't there was tension, but it wasn't an external like an outside one crazy source like that dude. Yeah, Victor is that what you said? His Victor, name was? yeah. And I actually I liked it. I, I I love the action scenes. I mean, they're always getting kidnapped and they're gonna have to go and rescue and all of this. And he was always a problem from the beginning. But I liked that extra element like outside element of it. I think that's part of the reason why I liked that book. Not just that, but you know, all of the guys were super hot and there was a hot tub scene and (laughs) Jake was fucking amazing. I did like the hot tub scene and they did not have one. They mentioned a hot tub in the book, but they didn't utilize it. And I was like, well, poor choices here. (laughs) All they said was put, she get her to the hot tub or something. But um, they just like didn't. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty obvious that I liked the first one better. But seriously, like you said, it was our first harem book. And I was like, what? You could have more than one guy? And fuck yes. And so I was all for it. It was uh, right up my alley. I think I would be way more comfortable with just a menage. Sure. If you had to choose between. Two seems like a completely reasonable number of men to have around you. Between two or or five. five. (laughs) I would. I'll tell you what. I agree. I wouldn't want four or five. I don't think I would want even three. But two I would be down for. That just feels like you could actually engage with two yeah simultaneously also i mean i know i've got quote unquote three holes but i don't want, you, No, i can't utilize i don't all want three no I'm sorry no it's not gonna sorry. somebody's gonna lose an appendage that is not going <laughs> to work <laughs> right <laughs> so i would literally feel like i was dying right <laughs> it's just too much i don't need no. for you to spit roast me for any reason no it's not no, no. trust me gonna be no good. i also and i just struggle <laughs> and maybe it's just because i do not watch it so that's why i can't visualize it i have such a hard time figuring out how there's that many legs involved. <laughs> like where are their legs all going oh yeah <laughs> i know where they go because i watch it and it's very fun See, to watch i don't i'm just sitting here i know going, but the legs i'll draw you a stick figure diagram <laughs> with our <laughs> stick figure dick guy <laughs> it'll be amazing (laughs) that will nice so all right but yeah at the end i'd say if you like these books if you like the first one i'd read the second one yeah for sure why not we're probably gonna read the third one in in a year (laughs) it'll be back on our list we'll figure it out if i mean if it's a succubus yeah hey though this is a good outreach all of our listeners, if you have a different reverse harem that you think would help us out that maybe is different and a different style and may be like something we need to give a shot to, yeah. like, drop us a line and tell us about it. We need to read something different. We just keep reading ones that we know. <laughs> right. Exactly. We're just And we're just pulling them out of the air, too, for the very first one. So if you do have a recommendation, please do it. And you could do that on any of our social media. You could even do it on Spotify, which is actually where we've gotten a couple of our other ones straight up on no 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 no. i said spotify and that doesn't sound right what is it 
I use Podbean. Podbean. Oh my god, thank you. I was like, wait, wait, wait. They're both green. <laughs> We're not there. Just so you know, they are both. They're green. both green, and they almost look the same. Yes. yes Podbean. Yes. No. Yeah. Just hey, I would love to hear your recommendations That'd for other reverse hairs we should read, and we we like it when people tell us what to read. Mm-hmm. We we like. <laughs> Did you know it's hard to come up with books to oh read? Oh my for god, this so hard, and there's millions of these. Millions there's of billions. These. So. Every time I look, I'm like, oh, God, there's more books. Please give us one. <sighs> Please give us one. We, we How do I pick? Them. All right. Well, good. So um, on to our next book. Our next book is going to be The Iron Hunt by Marjorie Liu, narrated by Marguerite Gavin. We're excited about this one. We read Marjorie Liu. Uh, we read a novella of hers. Episode four. <laughs> you guys. Four. <laughs> 76 episodes uh, ago. 500 years ago, we read her. <laughs> in the before four times. Yes. That's when we were recording in your bedroom. Yes. Without new I think we equipment. still had the... Uh, it was a cell phone. The cell phone or the tiny mic. We never actually used the tiny mic. It's oh, we, much, we didn't use the tiny mic? I don't think it ever worked for us. I think at some point we were like, let's just put it in the middle because it's so cute. And it never <laughs> fucking worked. We were ridiculous, is what it was. <laughs> we love Tiny Mike. Tiny Mike's. <laughs> tiny Mike. Yeah, so join us next time for that. But yeah, no, we are excited. We liked, so that novella was about a woman who had tattoos on her body that would come alive at night and be demons and crawl off of her and be demons. Like but then during the day, they were like her armor or something on her body. Those demons protect her from really just dying. She survived, or at least her the first host survived the bombs in, in Hiroshima because of the demons. So I think it was her grandmother. I don't remember the story anymore. It was ages ago. Yes, it was a long time ages. ago. Yeah. <laughs> but we liked the idea. It was only a short, uh, not even a novella. It was like a short story because it was part of a collection. Of, yeah, four, four it stories. Was, it was tiny. So we're excited to read a whole book. Well, to yes, to have an audio book of a full story of this character. Yep. So yeah. All right. And in the meantime, please feel free to reach out to us on social media or on our email. And that is shdirtybooks. That's sh with three H's. And you can find us at Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or gmail.com. Yes. And you can visit us on our website at shdirtybooks.com and most places that you could find podcasts, not Spotify. <laughs> definitely Podbean. we will be there and thank you jim towson for the music we love it so much and with yeah. that this is Salat. and this is kalina and we'll see you later Bye -bye. Bye. yeah you've been listening to Sh reading dirty books with kalina and Salat. be sure to tune into the next episode some more of your dirty books read to you and if you're listening on a format that allows you to give a rating, please do that for them.